Um, Anyways, well, it's expensive. I mean, they're capitalizing it. That's what they're doing. That's the thing. They're making they're making us capitalize it for them. Correct. Cry, you know, it, it's a good business to be in. It's. I mean, it's a monopoly. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what does it say that it's a Berkshire Hathaway company? Right. Well, I, that's why I'm touting some relief. Okay, you know, yeah, I'm right. giving them some credit. Say, okay, thanks, Envy Energy. Good job. Yeah, I'd like to be able to ask them for a discount. <laughs> well, I think they increased the rate to this, and then for the summer, they're reducing it to that. Right, happened. just for the summer. Just for the summer. Just through September. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, it. you're listening to, to, to John Ingram and I banter back and forth before we actually start our program, and, and, it, and please stay tuned and listen to us continue to do that banter between our segments, and we're recording sure. our program for uh, this weekend, for Saturday. Uh, this is Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We'll be on KDWN 101.5 FM uh, this Saturday at 11 a.m., and you'll be able to hear the fully edited version then, mm. along with commercials and all kinds <gasps> of good stuff. Well, hello, everybody. That's, yeah, that's John Ingram, in case you didn't know. Uh, John, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start the show in just a second. John and sure, I are going to talk sure. about, you know, he, we had, he and I talk, spoke earlier about this, an interesting topic about how uh, roughly 40% of the people uh, have a mortgage at roughly 3% or better. Between 3 and 4. 3 and 4%. Yeah. Roughly 40% of uh, yeah. homeowners. Okay, so, so, and I feel like they're trapped because of that. They're stuck because they're, financially it just... You know, there's a gravity yeah. to that. Yep. You know, when you look at what's available in the world, so we today. want to we want to talk about that during the program. So we'll talk about that. I got a couple other things. We're talking about Envy Energy. We were just talking a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about rents. Rents are it's an interesting. Harvey, we have an echo. Oh, before we go on, Jesse. Yeah, I prefer that. It helps my singing voice to have some echo. <laughs> well, let's try. Let's try this. Is that? Oh, I bet you it's the you're saying the. Echo oh, I know what it is. Broadcast. I know exactly what it is. Yeah, there's another microphone on. Picking us up. There is. There is. There it is. Faster. I wonder how many shows we get through without having to do this. <laughs> what happens is you don't yeah. have to reset it every time. Every week, yeah. Because the software doesn't allow me to keep it the way it was, and it just shuts this thing down. So I have to reapply it every single week. And if I don't remember to turn off the one audio file, audio input, it'll, it will echo. I don't know how Tom Brokaw puts up with it. I'm just saying. Say. I'm yeah. saying he's, see, he's got a guy. I don't have a guy. It's right. just me. Yeah. yeah, It's just me. Uh, I handle the technical aspects, too. It should be okay and now. We didn't go to broadcast school. We're just, no. we're just doing I'm, I'm a realtor. You're a lender. Yeah, what are we doing here? People. What are we doing here? Oh, my goodness. All right. So let's get on with our show. Known celebrities, the other thing we're is, still people. The other thing is, is the spaceport. You know, we're going to be a spaceport. No, I have not heard this. Oh, this is going to be exciting. Oh, no, we'll talk about that on the air. Well, I, I, you know, I was, I was following the other article about uh, the lithium mine that they were trying to do oh. on the dry lake bed. And NASA stepped in on that. But I didn't hear about us becoming a spaceport. Oh, hell yeah. This is exciting news. Exciting wow. news. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, yeah. it's they're, 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 they're working on something, but it's kind of it's still it's still way down the road will the spaceport have gambling is the question <laughs> hotel casino is there is a hotel casino uh, you got, well, it's come vegas on. come on yeah and did you already talk about how the the stadium funding passed through the legislature we did not we talked about it it was close and now yeah, it's, it failed the first time and then right. they did two more special sessions to try to get it to pass yeah finally got it we got it done i, I don't know what horse trading happened there i don't did you hear much about that i didn't um i you know i i again i, I have to admit i dropped the ball on that so we'll, that's fine we'll, we'll we'll catch up maybe we'll have to catch up on that on the next show next you, time you have a busy life yes moving my son and stuff <laughs> uh ethan really yeah we yeah <laughs> no we actually yeah we moved Ethan over the weekend it was 
Okay. Well, just interrupted my life. Yes, right. You know, love doing yeah. it for my son, but interrupted my Most life. Most fathers at your age would have said, <laughs> don't you have friends that would help you move? Why am I doing eh? it? What? Right? Eh? It's one thing for, for okay. dad to buy the pizza or something. Fine. That's, there you go. That's right. But the physical label part, labor part, I don't, I don't yeah. know about that. All right, let's get on with the show. Let's do uh, segment sure. one. Let's All just right. make this part of the program. Let's uh, entertain our listeners well, on Saturday, to too. Right, here we go. Um, jumping in. All right, segment one. <clears throat> Welcome to our show. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now, where we bring you the three E's. Educate, empower, and engage. We want to help you to make your real estate decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld of the Blankfeld Group at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we have over a century of collective real estate experience. I'm a licensed agent here in Nevada. My NRED number is S.00 48897. On this program, we're dedicated to delivering timely, balanced truths about local market conditions. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702 203 1165. Again, that's 702 702- Two zero three one one six five. With me today, we have our returning grand champion, that being John Ingram from Hello. Prosperity. Welcome back, John. Hello, everybody. And John, what's your NMLS number again? <laughs> the NMLS number is five five two five nine six. I should always know that, but I just always forget. Mine's not so hard. Yeah. Anyway, we got that done. Uh, John, I wanted to talk to you today. You know, we we were talking earlier in the week, and we were talking a little bit about this. And and there's there's a bunch of people out there that I I I, I would say are trapped in their existing home because they have such a wonderful mortgage rate and they're sure. and, and they are they're kind of like it's it's like gee how can they justify giving that up right how can you tell your friends that you're selling your house giving up your three percent interest rate whatever you might have right right uh, more people are in the mid threes than you would think but mm-hmm. but you know there's a large segment of people out there in the three to four percent range sure Some people have twos wonderful if you got it at the very sort of bottom area there but right. um there's a certain amount of uh, gravity to those interest rates that is is holding people back now and the reality is is people move for a lot of reasons it's not purely a financial decision absolutely most time they move it's not a financial decision it's moved because they the family there's grew or the kids moved out or the, the new job whatever right. there's reasons to move right. and but even with those reasons, people are reluctant to do it now because they don't want to give up that rate. True. And and so one of the, the, the things I wanted to talk about or share with the audience today was was is a, maybe a little broader way to think about it. Okay. So um, unfortunately, the latest data shows that Americans have um, about a trillion dollars in credit card debt. Mm. We have massive amounts of other types of borrowing. And so when you're when you're looking at sort of financial moves and whether or not there's a justification that a person can make to give up their super low interest rate and move into something higher that's available today, um, there's there's a very sort of simple way you can look at it simply is um, my existing house payment this. Right. If I go to buy, I got to pay more for the house and I'm at double the interest rate, right? right? So it's significantly higher there. If you look at it in that sort of binary way, it looks like a nonsense decision. Why would you ever choose to do that? Right. The reality is many people have a need to move, right? Their yeah. family size is increased. They need to change location to be nearer work or to uh, a school or something like this, right? right? And so for those people that decide they have a need and want to look at this in a more holistic way, what I would suggest for you to do is is to remember and look at what 
what are the other moving pieces of this? And the largest one that we that we can luckily benefit from is the appreciation of these homes. Right. Well, if you bought that home four years ago, five years ago, we went through a stretch where you were going up 20% a year. Yeah. Right? Um, so there's significant home equity that can be cashed out. And now here's the smart thing to do. Um, and I see this a lot with my senior clients is they will instinctively look at, let me take all that cash that I'm cashing out for my home sale and move it forward to the new house. What I would have the suggest you to look at is what if you took a portion of that cash and you eliminated the bad debts that you have? The higher interest the rates. The higher interest rates. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, 12, 15, 16, 18% more credit cards. Yeah, all whether that it be stuff. credit card, and maybe you're not a credit card person, but maybe you have a personal loan. Maybe you have a boat. Maybe you have right. um, expensive vehicle loans, anything like that. Um, student loan borrowing mm. that, that you can't get out from under in any right. way, right? Right. Um, if you look at it in a holistic way, your total borrowing cost could be improved by you giving up your low interest rate paying off the really expensive debt and getting into a moderate interest rate that's available today. Yeah, and then later on, you could still refinance it at a lower rate whenever they become available. Sure, the existing loan or the new loans that we're giving out now, are we assume they're going to be replaced. Yeah, right. um, The industry believes that you're going to see lower interest rates as we go into the future. Right. Time will tell when that happens and how much and all that kind of stuff. But the expectation is that we won't have 7% mortgages very long. And right. people will be looking to take advantage of replacing those loans <coughs> with something lower in the future. Right. Indeed. Um, and so that's why, you know, we go back to the phrase of, you know, the, the mortgage is replaceable. Right. That The only thing that is fixed is the home itself. Yes. Right. That price you pay mm-hmm. is the price you paid. You're yep. not going to change that later on. Right. And if you're waiting for prices to come down, I, I got bad news. I just don't see it right now. I mean, we don't really, I mean, there could be some adjustment, but they're going to be minor, if, if, if any. And right now, because of demand versus supply, the prices continue to kind of, you know, they're, they're stable right now. Uh, and, and heading higher. I mean, the, the yeah. appreciation, rate, appreciation rate from April, the data came out uh, on a national level, showed um, a half to seven-tenths of a percent increase right. month over month. Right. This yep. is after having a few months of decline earlier in the right. year. We think that you're going to see low to mid single digit appreciation by year end. So yeah. 12 months from now, you're going to be paying more. And so the sooner we can get you into the house that you're going to hold for the long run, the better off you likely are. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that, that I, as a buyer, I want you to consider this, guys. Um, if interest rates do start to come down, what do you think that's going to do to prices? Uh, uh, yeah, I say this too. You've got to know that when, when there's other people like you who are feeling trapped or whatever for whatever reason are waiting for interest rates to come down, and when they come down, it's going to affect prices because there's going to be higher demand, and who knows where the inventory is going to be. Mm-hmm. And so it's, the prices will go up. It's going to happen. So it's just even a question at these of time. higher interest rates um, that we're dealing with today, which are not the, his, the highest in history, not right? even close, but they're but they're they're a, really right around normal. Yeah, it's a shocking contrast to where we were. I right, get that, right. I, and I have compassion for it. But um, but even with that headwind against us, mm-hmm. inventory has shrank, prices have firmed again yep. and, and begun to rise, and and there's nothing mechanical out there that we can see that says that waiting for a future day says you're going to get a better price in your house. Yeah, 
Don't see it. I don't see it right, right. now, guys. I mean, that doesn't mean it could change, and we're not here to sure. predict specifically. We're just we're really guessing Every home a little bit. Neighborhood is is specific to circumstances. Exactly. It's uh, real estate. It's not just local. It's hyper local. Your neighborhood might be doing better than the one right down the street. We for don't sure. know. We don't for know sure. for sure. But we can tell you this: is that overall, what we're seeing, and if again, th- just think about this logically. Just just consider it that there's someone like you out there waiting for interest rates to well, come down. How many of yous are out there? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there's other people having the same consideration. And we're, I hear all the time yeah. hey harvard i'm just waiting for interest rates to come down okay that's fine i understand there's a, that there's only one carly but there's a bunch of johns if you know what i mean right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah there you there go you <laughs> um the, I, look I, i'm not sure you know i'm not 100 percent certain what's going to happen nobody really knows for sure but i can tell you this that that there are other people like you waiting there, there's no doubt in my mind i'm hearing it from a lot mm-hmm. of my clients so just know that my clients aren't the only ones you'd be you'd be sure sort of shocked and surprised, I think, to hear that the refinances that are getting done are along the same line. They are debt consolidation refinances. There you go. Yeah. That's the ones that are happening because people aren't moving to a lower interest rate than what they already have generally. Right, right. But they're wiping out a bunch of bad debt with the equity that's in their home and and getting themselves um, two steps forward. I'll give you one more sort of icing on the cake on this topic, which is if you do the math and a a sophisticated lender can do this for you, um, if you take, let's say, all the payments that you've now eliminated from credit cards and that car loan you paid off or that student loan, this sort of thing, and you refocus that money that you're no longer paying to those bills, pay it towards the mortgage that you just took out, you could find yourself three steps ahead financially. You could have that mortgage paid off. And I, I did one recently where the guy paid off $60,000 of other debts with his refinance. And by pumping all those payments back to his new mortgage, his house was paid off in 14 years. Wow. That's so phenomenal. He was two steps ahead for having made this decision, even though his interest rate was going up. Well, there you go. I mean, and it makes sense. Look, and we're not here to tell everybody they should run and buy a house. We're just yeah. saying, look, if those of you feel trapped, there are ways to look at this that actually might make a lot of financial sense. Right. Think about it in those terms. Absolutely. Hey, guys, listen, we're coming up on a break. We're going to run a few commercials. We're going to come back. we got a lot more to talk about with John. and Good, then I've got, so. I've got some other stuff to talk about, too, including Envy Energy lowering rates. Oh, my goodness. We, they're the good guys, everybody. I'm just saying. This is good. This is good. Hey, guys, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute. Yeah. I think, I think, what if we came up with that term of your, your, well, I mean, look, let's just, let's just, let's do an equation where we basically just talk about the, the, the addition of all of your monthly payments and turning right. them all into, it's, it's like a business. Just, how do we set the end cash flow? Yeah. Let's talk about your cash flow. So you're spending this much on these four credit cards. You're spending this much on the car payments, but this much on your mortgage. Let's add all those up, see what that payment is. And then if you pull the equity out and pay it down and throw it all in the mortgage, where does that put you? Correct. That's the math you want to do for sure. Okay. Let's talk about that. All right, here we go. Segment two. All right. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. With me now in studio, we have John Ingram here. Mm-hmm. And John and I were talking about those people who feel like they're trapped in their mortgage because it's such a great rate and it doesn't make, it, does it, it doesn't make any financial sense to go buy another house because the rates right. are great and they're going to have to double the rate. 
you and I were talking off air a little bit about this, and I think that one of the exercises somebody should do, look, if you need to move for whatever reason, you're saying, gee, I, I got to get closer to work, I got to get the kids closer to school, I need a bigger house, a smaller house, whatever that mm-hmm. reason is, mm-hmm. and those reasons are still there, and the only thing holding you back is the interest rate, here's an exercise for you to do, right, John? Absolutely. Let's, so, let's do that exercise. So you can, A, look at and total up all of your ex- other uh, credit-related bills that you might have. Right. Anything that... that you know, you owe a certain amount of money on that will eventually get paid off, right? right? So if you add up all of those monthly payments and your existing mortgage payment, you come up to a number. Let's imagine that's $4,000, okay. right? right? Now let's imagine we're buying the new house. Um, if I take a portion of the equity that I have in my house now that I'm selling and I'm cashing out, and I use that to eliminate most or even all of that other miscellaneous debt, what is my new mortgage payment going to be? If that's about $4,000, you didn't move backward. Right. You and actually you, move forward because you get some tax deduction credit. There, there is some aspect to that. Right. You're, it's a, a healthier form of financing. Yeah. Um, and you may be able to move forward because if you're ultimately, if you're, if you're carrying a large chunk of credit card debt, mm-hmm. that can take a very, very long time to pay off. When you're looking at what the minimum payment they ask you to pay, yeah. it takes you 30 years to yeah. pay off that balance. Right? First of all, here's a, here's a good piece of advice. Pay more than the minimum payment on your credit cards, guys. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just, I had to throw that in because right, well, I talk me, to my boys about this stuff. I and I'm appreciate sure, it. Yes. So let me let me go one one more layer piece of advice Please. to that, okay? Which is I want you to focus on paying off one, generally the smallest debt first. Right. So take all of your extra dollars. You pay that towards the smallest credit card right. until it gets to zero. And then go and to then, the next one. And then you go to the next one. And yeah. you snowball your money up. Yep. That way gets people out of financial uh, financial hole <clears throat> faster than spreading your money out across all the debts. Okay, so let's do math again. Let's do let's do a <laughs> let's do a, let's do a proposition for people. Let's, let's right. say my mortgage payment is a twenty two hundred dollars a month. Yeah. I've got credit card bills that add up to fourteen hundred dollars a month. All right. So it's worth thirty six. Thirty six hundred. Yeah. I can get a new mortgage and get into a new house, and my mortgage payment is going to be three thousand dollars a month. Correct. Okay. Okay. Sure. Three thousand dollars a month now. Um, if I kept my payments the same and I continued to pay that thirty six hundred right, right, right. to just the mortgage company, right, I could reduce the term of that mortgage significantly. Yes, cut years off that payment, yes. make the same payments, reduce the amount of time I'm making those payments, and build equity even faster. Right. True. Okay. Yes. I mean, guys, you need to do that math as a as a potential person who's someone out there who's thinking, "Gee, I'd love to get into a bigger or smaller or closer or further house, whatever that mm-hmm. is." Mm-hmm. And you're thinking the only reason I really can't because of my mortgage interest rate. Do the math, guys. Do this right. exercise. I think it's important. And the best part about it is, is that maybe two years from now you can reduce that interest rate down to down to a foreign change or something right. like that. Yes, and and you're all the better off for that for having made those choices potentially. Right. Or you you know shave years off of your debt cycle. Yeah. Um, as part of that strategy, the person it hurts, and it's worth talking about about them are the ones that cash the equity out of the home, they pay off the debts, and then they bring the, the debts back in a right, year or right. two. Be careful. Right? Yeah, don't. You can redig that hole. Yep. And, and if you do that, now our, you know, a good portion of our win is lost. Indeed. So yeah, after you've paid those, you know, pay your credit card bills off as you get them, just get them, keep Mm -hmm. them, keep those balances down. So you don't have this problem again Mm -hmm. a year from now, two years from now. So you don't have that same issue coming up. Makes perfect sense. And then, you know, for a younger person, what if you were, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole, but what if you were 26 Mm -hmm. and you owned a house for a couple of years? 
Well, if you were to cash out your, and I'm making this up, but your $200,000 of equity, Mm -hmm. and you would go and buy a new house using a smaller down payment, getting that cash or leaving that cash available for you to invest and work for you. Now you're multiplying the power of your money. Your money is working for you to grow wealth. uh, And it is certainly a strategy. That's one of the the most wonderful things about homeownership is you can use a little bit of money to control a very large asset, right? Where you can do three and a half percent down payment or 5% down payment, but you get 100% of the appreciation on the entire value of the property, right? And it has a multiplier effect to money. And this is what, you know, wealthy people do um, in in building fortunes. Leveraging, parlaying it into something even oh, better. Vegas you know? term, parlor, right. right? Yeah, well, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going with the Vegas term. You know, a couple of years ago, we I did a refinance. I did a refinance. Actually, I did. I'll tell John, I, I, everyone, I did use John to do it, and he helped me out. We got a nice low rate on our home. But I, I decided that. to make my payments the same as they were before. I didn't, mm. even though my payment came down dramatically, right. I left my payment schedule the same on my mortgage so I could buy that principal down quicker. Yeah. Now, financial planners might tell you, hey, Harvard, that's not the smartest thing in the world to do, but I love the fact that I'm building my equity quicker okay. and I'm reducing the amount of time I'm going to end up paying a mortgage so that as I get closer to retirement, maybe you know I can right. even just pay this thing off and have to worry about a mortgage. That'd be nice. Wouldn't right? that be great? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, so that strategically, it's a similar concept to what we're talking about sure in the sense that I'm just... I'm aggressively attacking my mortgage um, and and buying it down quicker and paying less money over the long term. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that and eliminate your other debt, boy, isn't that smart? I just think there's there's some smart things happening here. For sure. And, and and I hope everybody just uses this conversation as an idea to, to look beyond simply mortgage to mortgage. Look yeah. at your your entire finances and your yep. entire debt load when you're when you're making this decision. And then don't don't make the assumption that simply taking all of the money from the current house and moving it forward to the new house is the right play. That's not always the right play. Indeed. Yeah. And, and whenever we talk about people moving from one home to another, we talk about transferring that equity. But you don't have to transfer all of it. Transfer a Correct. portion of it. Transfer enough of it so you'd hopefully you don't have to pay mortgage insurance. At least get yourself a 20% down if you can do that. And then anything beyond that, you know, use to pay down that other debt. And it, just, sure. it just makes a lot of sense. There's, look, it's, and again, we're not here to convince everybody they should run out and buy a house. That's not our objective no. here. But those people who feel trapped should do this and exercise. Have a need or a yeah. desire simply. Like you're at a point where yeah. you can just get with the things you want. Right. That'd be super. Yeah. Right? Hey, if the kids are out. You know, you're an empty nester and you're living in a, in a, in a 3,500 square foot yeah. home and you only need 1,800 square feet, you know, reducing all of your other expenses related to that home might be a good idea yeah, too. To go down from a staff of three maids down to one, <laughs> that's it. That's real savings. All right. Not everybody lives like in you, the, John. Yeah, it's I'm the just Blank- say. Blankfeld mansion. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. <right. laughs> no, I look, I think, look, we, we're here to help, you know, try to help you guys. And, and look, and, and if you need help with real estate, of course, I love yeah, helping my listeners. This is one of those conversations that you and your friends are not having. Like exactly, they, your friends have not thought about this. No, and they they might think you a fool to give Correct. up such a wonderful rate and move to a bigger rate. But if you again, it, it, everyone's situation is different. But there's a lot of people in this boat right now. There's sure. a lot of people. Like a said, trillion dollars of credit card debt out there. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's not me. No, it's not. I, I got about a quarter of that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, not, maybe not quite that Start much. Start telling you, Elon Blankfield. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but look, you're right. So transferring that 
transferring that 18, 19, 22% interest rate and knocking that down to a seven or a six is and a, a half. Is a financial win. How about that? Yeah. There, and plus, again, the tax the tax benefits, all the other things, all the other things related to home right. ownership are still there. And then again, like, like I'm saying, those people who are empty nesters who are waiting, you guys are the ones especially, I think, really need to do this exercise. Uh-huh. Because for me... If I can reduce my overall housing cost, including the utilities and, mm-hmm. and the insurance, and mm-hmm. remember that all those peripheral costs are, are there, and if you have a smaller home, they shrink dramatically. They do. Sure. They, there's a lot less expense around it. That's the one thing I didn't realize when I went through the bigger homes. Like, ooh, shoot, bigger electric bills, bigger yeah, water bills, right, right. bigger gas bills, bigger insurance bills. What a, what a lot of people tax don't think bills. about is there is a cost to waiting. That's right. And we actually have like a financial calculator that looks at this, but there, the cost of waiting is if, if I kick the can down the road and I don't buy the property that I need for my, for my world mm-hmm. for another year and that house goes up 5%, that's 5% of the entire value of the property, right? Right. right. Um, that's far more in many cases than a couple of percent on the interest rate of the mortgage. There you go. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys, look, we're coming up on the bottom of the hour. We're going to run a few commercials, but we're going to come right back, and we're going to have a lot more to talk to John about, so stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. Who knew that would do two segments? I, I knew it. Topic. Yeah, that was, uh, that was really good. Topic. That was really good. Yeah. Hopefully people listen and understand. Right. right. And we're, again, we're not hawking it. We're not selling it. We're just saying, hey, look, do the math. Just it's do correct. the math. Yeah, it sounds like sell your house, pay off your debt. But it's algebra. Bad. It's but, not, you know, arithmetic. But people right. have to have the plan. It is. I mean, they have to have the plan. Yes. Pay off yes. the debt, get into a house, like I said, and still have a lower payment. Yeah. yeah. And, and and many people won't even be looking at it as, I want my payment to be lower. I just don't want it to be so egregiously more. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't want to double. I yeah. get that. Yeah, exactly. But just look at the bigger But if it goes up 10%, are you willing to tolerate yeah. that to get the things that you want? Yeah. Well, like you said, exactly. how much are people paying for credit card debt every month? Right. Yeah, it's a big number. 400, 500? Again, easily. The, easily. Yeah. 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 The question you ask yourself is, is, is it the house I want or need and can I afford it? Once you get to that point, once you get back, then do the math. Yeah. Say, okay, I can do this. I can get this right. done. Right. right. Okay, let's go to segment three. We'll talk a little bit. We, we can segue right into NV Energy since I brought up utilities and stuff. We can mm-hmm. do it right. We can go right into that. Here we go. Segment three. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702 702- Two zero three one one six five again at seven zero two two zero three one one six five. With me now in studio, we have John Ingram here. That's right. And John and I were talking about those people who feel trapped by their interest rate. Yep. And uh, and I think it, look, I think it's there's there's value in the conversation, and everyone is different, guys. Again, John and I are not here trying to convince you you need to buy and sell. That's not our objective <laughs> 100%. here. Although we would love for you to do that. That's not our convi- That's not what we're, co- we're trying to convince you. Of. We're just basically yeah. saying, look, make sure you do the math and and. And I think we talked about it's, it's, it's not simple arithmetic. It is algebra. We gotta we gotta yeah, add. Right. You know, it's it's, it's this if is you, real if estate. You need help with that? You can reach out, and we can help you to do that, man. Yeah, let's you do know. it together. Let's we'll help you. That's for what sure. we're that's what we're here for. But I but I did mention during that that oh yeah, it, you teased me about something with NV Energy here. So here's so. the thing. So we did say, hey, listen. The other thing you do when you when you go downsize or right size. Hey, tell is, me about all the money I'm saving. So NV uh, Energy is one of those bills that you can deal with. And NV Energy's done something that I don't know many utilities would ever even consider doing. They actually lowering their rates for the mm. summer okay uh, this article just came out sean hammersmeyer from the uh, review journal wrote this and uh, uh he said nevadans will see a drop in their energy rates just as temperatures in southern nevada reach their usual scorching summer triple digits by the way have we reached triple digits yet we haven't we've cracked 100 saturday. did we they said saturday 
Saturday we will. Okay, we haven't yet. We, but lot, the, some, we of the, some of the peripheral area, but the airport hasn't. And oh. the airport's the official. Airport has not hit 100 yet. I don't spend a lot of time at the airport. So. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I guess not. All right. But you've noticed that it's been 100 where you are. It's been warm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, not crazy. It's, right. been, it's been nice that it's been delayed. Uh, overall, the decrease of about 2.9% on your power bills for the average uh, single-family homeowner. It's going to be a reduction of a, between 5 and $6 a, a month give or take. Um, the average bill, which was surprised me, was um, around $304 for a single-family home. I'm a little above that. Yeah, and I don't think that's unusual. I think that, you know, because air conditioning, particularly in the summer, I mean, I, I remember some big numbers in the summer before I had solar. And yeah. We, we, thank goodness we put solar on. We've, we've kind of capped that thing. But but that's what's happening. That For, for people who are in a multifamily, uh, their average bill is $180 a month for like an apartment or okay. condo okay. or townhome or thing of that nature. And so their, their savings would be a little bit less because they start from a lower number. But mm-hmm. then, interesting, northern Nevada actually gets a better uh, return. They're, they're going to see about an 8% decrease, and they're going to save a, over almost $12. Did they say, like, where this, like, what's the, what's the catch? Okay, there. <clears throat> yeah, like, am I going to pay this bill in the winter, or is it real savings? Like, somehow they didn't okay. need to take this money from me. So, you know, Envy Energy is a, it's a monopoly here, and and, yeah. and and they own the right to sell electricity. There's no company, you know. That, so, so sure. they so they have to get approval from the commission, uh, the, the utilities the, uh, commission, util, yeah. utilities commission. So they do this on a quarterly public basis, utilities. and they look public utilities commission, and they look for uh, PUC is what they say. PUC, yeah. exactly right, and they look to do this quarterly, and so they. What what Nevada and Envy Energy says they're they're trying they're saying this is magnanimous. Hey, look, we, you know we just want to give our customers a break for the summer. That's what they're saying. The truth is is that the rates did go up earlier this year, and I think right. they went up more than they're reducing them now. But they're trying to create relief for those summer months when the yeah. biggest bills hit. Yeah. Hey, take what we can get, guys. Uh, uh, for right? Sure. Right. For sure. It's not you know. Uh, and yes, I'm with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and and there's Berkshire a, does own NB Energy. I'm yes. saying, you know, actually, Berkshire Hathaway Energy owns NB. Energy. Right? Yeah, our, our, the real estate company has nothing to do. We have nothing to do with Correct. that. We're so a completely not, different division. We're not. We're, you know, I, I didn't call Warren and say, Warren, come on, man, do something about the it's rates. Not part of the the Blankfeld family no, of companies. Okay, no, got it. Right. I follow Warren on <laughs> Facebook, but I don't think he knows who I am. Okay. I'm not sure, but I, we'll I gotcha. see. I gotcha. um, but nonetheless, I you know I, I I think that we have to acknowledge, and at least every now and then there's a small hey, win. Take it. A three percent reduction on my bill. I'm I'll take it. Right, just take it. I mean, look, it's not look. Maybe you know, we we can gripe the taxes. We can we can gripe about it, but uh, and we and then when they raise it again, we'll gripe about it then. And obviously, too. it's the time where where we need it the most, right? Because my bill Indeed. gets to the the highest level potentially during Indeed. that time period. Indeed. So that's that's the thing. I you know, and I think that. Um, and I was talking before about the cost of living in a home and, and the, the, the subsequent costs around just the mortgage. You've got your taxes. You've got your energy bills. Sure. So all of those things, if you're downsizing, again, guys, I it's want you to think about this. secondary benefits. It's a benefit. You're, you're, you know, if, you're average, if your average bill is 400 and you can knock your average bill down to 250 there's another $150 a month. So, right. so do the math on that, too. Add that into your calculation to a certain extent if you think you can. But even if you don't, know it's a, bo- it's a bonus. Yeah. It's, it's an additional bonus for you. So uh, keep those things in mind. It's not just interest rate on your mortgage, which, again, can't emphasize this enough. You can change later. You can fix that, maybe adjust it later. No promises, but mm-hmm. most people end up refining at some point anyway. Yeah. Uh, plan for it. Plan for it, indeed. So, okay, so the other thing that was interesting, and this is something that kind of caught you by surprise, I mentioned the job before the show, was the spaceport that they're, they're going to be yeah, building. Yeah, tell me about this. I, okay. I didn't hear much about it. Okay. So or anything about this. Um, so th- there's a um, 
there's a developer, Rob Lauer. Uh, he envisions a private spaceport on 240 acres in Clark County, and he bought land between Vegas and Pahrump. So it's just uh, west of here on the way to Pahrump. He bought a bunch of p- big piece of land. And he on wants the to other put, side of the hill? On the other side of the hill, yes. Okay. And he wants to put a spaceport out there. Um, and he's trying to raise money. It's a big flat area, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of room out there. I mean, and he's trying to raise money. Um, he's soliciting to raise $310 million to build a launching pad, runway okay. for space plane control tower, flight school. Commercial space travel. Okay. And a 200-room casino resort between Las Vegas and Pahrump. He's trying to crowdsource it. He's trying to he's trying to raise funds through crowdsourcing. Interesting. Uh, I, I think that's a, that, that's that's a challenge. I, I gotta believe, but yeah, it's it's interesting. And then, but there was some there's some commentary from some other people. You know, the idea that um, uh, they're already doing some of this already. You know, uh, Elon Musk send people up to space and they pay him so much money and they get yes. to do these things. Um, but the, the, there was a comment. Uh, the cha- and I'm going to read the quote. The challenges I see with space tourism are safety concerns and costs, said Amanda Beller- Bellarmino, assistant professor at UNLV's William F. Hara uh, College of Hospitality. She said, right now it seems like uh, seems like an activity for a few very wealthy people, she said. There would also sure be safety is. concerns, especially with the recent tragedy with the Titans the, of Merciful. Yes. I mean, that's like, you know, we, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people who would be, you know, there, but there are adventurers out there who would yeah. pay the money. Yes. Now, He's projecting. And I'm sure there are people that would pay to stay in a hotel to watch launches, right? And, uh, sure. And, yeah. Why not? Um, you know, he, 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 they're talking about there are other places in the country that right now are doing it. There's, and, but he's talking Cape about Canaveral, creating, right? Yeah, he's talking about you know, basically creating different revenue strings, including a flight training school and joining a STEM academy. He's trying to build a, a community around it. A space community, a in space that area. community uh, around it. Mm. I think, which you know, I, I like that idea. It's aspirational. It really is. I think it's very. It's, it's he's a visionary, you know, and and if it can work, I think it's terrific. I think there are going to be serious challenges. He projects about fifteen flights a month to to a space hotel. Okay, he's gonna put a little hotel up there, a space station. Yep, uh, calling with six hotel. passengers and two crew. The company. Uh, said they would charge about one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars per passenger, per passenger, uh, generating around seven hundred fifty thousand per flight, and adds up to about one hundred thirty-five million a year in gross revenue. That doesn't seem like a lot for all they want to do. Honestly, that's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong; I understand that. All right, so I want to measure this by how much gas do you need to send one of these things into space? Right. Well, luckily, they don't use gasoline. Oh, okay, but, good. Um, <laughs> but I, I put this. So, if you're charging me two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for the ride, right, and the experience, that puts me in the in the group where I can rent a private yacht for right three weeks. Let's say right. So, how many people are out there are in the private yacht group for three weeks? And that's your audience size, I think. That's you're right. But you know, to be able if you're in if you're in that group, and you want to boast to your friends, hey, I you know I'm an astronaut now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean that's a lot more that that carries a lot more. I guess you know keeping up with the Joneses kind of sure, a thing. Sure, you know between that. I mean, I'll never be in that group. I mean, uh, you know. I mean, uh, yeah. taking a drive to Pahrump is, is that's that's plenty for me. I'm good. With, I'm good. That's with like that. going to space. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much like going to space. That's the- <laughs> yeah, pretty much like going to space. Um, but he, he, you know, he he he's expanding it to the idea that they expect 50 students annually in a one year program, paying seventy five thousand dollars in tuition a year. Okay. for the STEM Academy also. So he's he's got you know he's trying to build a community around space travel, and and I like the idea that he's tying it to Vegas because well, I think that's honestly, smart. It's it's. For me, it's it's uh, somewhat comparable to saying, "Hey, 
let's take that stopover place in the middle of the desert between California and oh, Marissa, and let's Bugsy. create a city a city there and create a, a whole new industry and and thus Las Vegas was founded right Bugsy Siegel um, two point right right there you it's go a whole nother version of all that. right I like that analogy hey guys we're coming up on a commercial break we're going to run a few more I got a bunch of things to talk about still we're going to talk about rents when we come back so stay tuned we'll be back in just a minute. Hmm. Yeah. You like that I pulled out the Cape Canaveral there. Uh, All right. Spaceport. I've always been fascinated by that stuff. Mm. I find it interesting. I just. um, It's pretty. I mean, look, it's visionary. It's years away. I've never thought about it for my own personal travel or whatever. I would never. Yeah. As in my life experience. I'm not interested myself. But that is one of those life and death, like going down in the submarine. That's a life and death kind of you're tempting fate. You're, you're risking it but now yeah. you have these rich people that are doing both they're going in the space and they're going in the yeah sure sure but it's interesting it's like they were talking about like that submersible a lot more people have been in space than have been in submersibles yeah. like that yeah when uh, over i mean mm. that's that's deep in the i mean that's like people do not go down that yeah deep. two and a half miles deep now yeah there's a it's a very specialized craft that is probably not special enough unfortunately I mean, we do have plenty of people in the like the submarine force in the united true. states right and around the world so this they've been underwater but that, yeah, that i've been underwater in my bathtub i mean <laughs> um but uh and in my this my is pool, why you right? guys are listening on on <laughs> on youtube right now so you can get this yeah. this critical information that we're providing you um in, inhospitable to what we were designed as we are designed to breathe oxygen we need that okay? yeah but we, you know we came out of the water if you ask, go back to you know we crawled out. We crawled out of the slime, you know, few few months ago. Maybe you did. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Anyway, we'll we, we'll we'll dig into that. that's well, a that's, that's a topic for another day. Connotations out of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do segment four. Here we go. Segment four. <clears throat> I have no idea where he's going to go with this one. We'll see what happens. Slime climbing out of the. Not slime. sure I'll be prepared to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, here we here we go. Hello, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. With me now in studio, we have John Ingram here from Prosperity Home Mortgage. We're, we're talking about... <laughs> What are we talking about? We're, what are we talking about? We Well, during the break, we were talking about all kinds of silly stuff. But I want to talk a little bit about rental market because this has come okay. up a lot lately. And, you know, when we talk about inflation, you know, housing becomes one of the biggest components of that, right? Yeah, and part of housing is rents. Is rents, indeed. Right. And rents becomes a big factor in that. And they so, were, the, the, at one point, the inflation rate on rents was 18%. Wow. In this little last little go round, as we yeah. came out of twenty twenty, rents were screaming higher. Yeah, and, and and I think there was a couple of reasons for that. Landlords were afraid of the pandemic and what it would do to that. Absolutely scared some lenders up because yeah. the, the COVID, you know, the, all the rules they put down where you don't have to pay rent. Right, landlords just had to suck that up, and they did. A lot of them did. Unfortunately, it was it was brutal on, on landlords. And so, and reasonable so, that some people would want to get out of that business, and a lot of them did. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, you know, I mean, I understand it, but uh, we, you know, we manage property too. We and and thank goodness, and I'm knocking on wood right now. We didn't really have any problems with our yeah, situation. You had a good batch. We had we had a good batch. So, and nonetheless, but the point is, is that right now rents as a component of of inflation as a as a component of our our economy are an important part of the economy, a big chunk of the economy. Mm-hmm. 
And right now the question is, what are they doing? Are they coming up? Are they going up? Are they going down? And basically, I read this article in Nerd Wallet, uh, written by Anna Helhosky. Um, just just she wrote this a couple weeks ago, and she's talking about um, June rent growth is cooling, but they still remain high. She's saying, basically saying, hey, they're 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 not the exi- rate of appreciation has come has down slowed so dramatically. Sure, and she's talking about it from a national basis, and then she goes yeah. into the article and talks about a variety of things, um, and and they're still you know. Demand for housing is still there. There's still a shortage of housing, which is part of the reason it's there. Yeah. There's a shortage of rental properties, too. It's, it's yes. just a shortage in general because uh, it was interesting. I was at a seminar last night from a bunch of uh, financial guys, and they were talking about— First of all, bingo is not a seminar. Okay. I just want you but, to know that. But, but, it's, but it's fun. <laughs> okay. It's just okay. a bingo game. But the lady next to me was telling me he had the all bingo right. game. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> No, I was actually... <laughs> I-42, <laughs> anyone? I-42? All right. Sorry, I get you off track. I mean, do you have like spyware on my phone or something? What's going on? <laughs> um, no, no, we were at the seminar last night. Some financial planners were speaking, and they were very smart guys. They flew in from around the country. It was a really nice presentation. And, and, they, and they were trying. They were asked this question, of what do you think is the most influential factor on these things? And, and, and we were all guessing all these crazy employment, or is it this or that? And they said, no, it's population. And I didn't. You boil it down. That makes so much sense. And when you think about that, mm-hmm. our population has grown so much, but our housing product has not kept up. And so now sure. we're in a situation where we have a dramatic surge yeah. of homes to buy, but uh, homes are right. formations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this this is an issue for us going forward, and that's one of the reasons why rents have not come down as much as they perhaps they would right. if we had sufficient product. We just don't have enough product out there. But interestingly enough, she does at the end of the article talk about different markets, and I want to talk about some different markets. Okay. So this is an interesting Tell thing me about Miami. Um, I, don't know, I don't know which one you're. Talking. I don't know. I don't know if Miami's in here, but okay. I, some of the highest, uh, some of the higher uh, rent increases. Idaho, um, uh, Providence, Rhode Island, okay, one point six percent. New York City, one point two percent. Chicago, one point two percent. San Diego, one point two percent. Ohio this was percentage increase, increase in rents in rents over a year, a month. What was that? These was that are. Uh, rent increases month over month. Month over month. Month over month. One percent in a month—that's significant. And right. So, yeah. Right. And then, um, then annually you have Cincinnati at eight percent, Boston at seven point seven. That's what I said. Providence at seven point five, Kansas City it's almost seven percent, and Louisville at six point eight percent. Now the lowest increases. This is where it gets interesting. Portland. On, Portland Vegas. is flat. Zero. Atlanta point two. New Orleans point three. Los Angeles point three. Miami. Hey. Point three. Year over year, Las Vegas down 1.4%. It's the only negative number I see in this entire chart. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Vegas rents have actually come down year softened over year. They have softened a bit. And and we're seeing that in PM. We're seeing that they're at least flat. They're not going up when landlords come to us and say, hey, what do we need to do you with rents? PM in property management. Prop, thank you, John, for thank clarifying you. that. Yeah. Property management. And, we're, and landlords. I just didn't want you to think just at nighttime it's lower. But in daytime it's, <laughs> That's right. you know. So. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. An hourly rental rate. <laughs> yeah. No, never mind. If you okay. rent after dark, that's yeah. a different kind of rental. The hour, yeah. yeah, the hourly rental rates is not something we're involved with. Oh, not right. at this All point right. anyway. So. Uh, Phoenix is only up 0.4%. Uh, Austin's up 0.8%. And Salt Lake City's up one5 And Seattle's up 2 That's year over year. And so Vegas is the only negative number in there. And it kind of makes sense because Vegas went up a lot compared yes. to some other markets. Yeah. And Vegas has actually been known for very reasonable housing over time. I mean, we've... we've as we compare to other big cities, we're still yeah. competitive in, yeah. that, in, that, in that venue. But it's nice, it's nice to know that it's kind of leveling off. And now... My landlords won't like me to say this, but I think it needed to happen. We need to soften sure. this thing. We don't. If it, 
we don't want to be on a cycle where we see huge increases and then huge decreases. You like to see steady growth, which is where we'd like right. to be. You, you need to have incomes that can keep up with that. Indeed. And that's the thing. So I think that as we go forward, we'll probably see rents fla- uh, either flat or maybe they'll even shrink a tiny bit or they'll come back from where they were peaking. Mm-hmm. But I don't see them going down. Listen, historically, rents don't ever go down a lot, ever. No. Right. I mean, even if housing prices go down, rents generally don't follow suit. Right, they do good. Maybe might they might level off and stabilize and and slow down. And they might come down a, a bit, but they're not going to go down dramatically. Like, yeah, like rents houses. don't cycle through as often, right? They're one they to two year events exactly. as leases start and end. Right? Yeah. So if you're out there and you're renting right now, listen. First of all, uh, you should be buying. I mean, let me just say yeah. that you know, if you're financially stable, why not? You need to be buying and fix your rent and pay it to yourself. Well, yeah, yeah. Right? Fix your housing costs. Fix your housing costs, and let's pay your own mortgage instead of somebody else's because, honestly, that's the way to, that's the way to lock it down. Yeah. You, know, you fix it for the next 30 years. And, by the way, rents will likely go up over the next 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. It, yeah, it's a business proposition, and I generally like to make more over time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, if you can fix your housing costs, you know, fix that mortgage. And so, the, basically, the only thing you have to worry about is the increase in taxes and insurance and and, and yeah. utilities, you have to worry about that stuff anyway. Because if the landlord has an increase in taxes or the landlord has an increase in insurance, guess what? You're going to pay that. They're going to pass it along. They're passing that along. It's not going to. They're not eating it. They're going to pass it along. So mm-hmm. you might as well pay it yourself. Just just think about it in those terms. You've heard us say this before. You know, uh, be your own landlord. Yeah. Buy buy the home. Pay yourself and pay your own mortgage down instead of mm-hmm. somebody else's. Um, okay, so here we are. We're coming up. Um, this show airs. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. It airs July first. Days away. Halfway through the year, John. Oh, I know. Can you believe that? Halfway through two thousand. The older I get, the faster it goes. Right? Yeah. It does. It goes. It, really it does. speeds. It does. I mean, those of you out there experience the same thing. The older we get, the faster time goes. Mm-hmm. Like it to slow down a little bit. Like the like the you know. Uh, Not smell, our industry. I, smell I, the roses. I it be a little faster as far as well. Yeah, the there you go. Goes. Yeah, let's 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 get let's get these yeah. let's get to the point where the activity starts to increase again, which it will. Obviously, it's yeah. going to happen. It's just a question of time. Um, but yeah, I like to smell the roses a little bit. Take my time. You know. Yeah. Um, this past weekend, I had the opportunity to move my son Ethan. He's he's. Um, He's he's taking his job. He just got his master's degree. Very proud of Ethan. Took his he master's was away degree. at school. Away at school at Long Beach. Okay. Uh, and he just got his master's degree there. Now he's going to be teaching in another community in California. Okay. And so we moved him from Long Beach to that other community this past weekend. Okay. You know, not a huge, I mean, Ikea furniture guys, not a lot. You know, right, it's right. a 500 square foot to a 500 square foot. It was not like, you know, we didn't Super, need tr- massive, right. huge trucks or anything. Right. Um, but I, you know, I did get involved with the idea. I did get involved with, you know, I, I was the one who was moving the TVs for him, pulling them down and putting them back up, okay. and helping pictures. And mom and I were helping him empty boxes uh, okay. throughout the process. Um, but it was fun, you know. And and but it, it makes me appreciate what my clients have to go through a lot more. Yeah, that's the thing. Moving is tough. It's that's- brutal. It's brutal. That's so I a, do that's appreciate that. One of the that. major headwinds for me, I have to say, is just the hassle. Right. That's the one thing I got to say. And and whenever my clients uh, need to move and they ask, "Hey, Harv, what are you doing?" I'm saying, "Yeah, I'm busy." Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hate to say Do it, you but have I'm sorry. No, I don't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know no <laughs> truck, no truck. Sorry, I can't help you. I with know that. you saw me draw a tr- drive a truck to work the other day. But <laughs> that's that not was mine. Borrowed from a friend. Yeah, that's not uh, my truck. Yeah. That's not my truck. Hey, what a fun real estate hour! I got to thank Mark, our production director. Thank Carly once again. Great job. 
And our outstanding expert contributor today, our returning grand champion, that being John Ingram from Prosperity Home Mortgage. My pleasure. Um, you've been listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. I'm your host, Harvey Plankfield. Next week, we'll have another wonderful hour for you. Our guests are going to be, oh, we're going to have Rick Senemy here from Equity Title. Um, if you ever have a question. Never heard him. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, just call me off air or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, 702 702- 203-1165. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, LV Real Estate Radio. Like and follow us on social media. Our handle being at LV Real Estate Radio. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us this week. Remember, while we seek to educate, empower, and engage with you, we want you to learn, understand, and then act. We'll meet you on the radio next Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on 101.5 KDON.